Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. And what to do when sales are slow, when sales are slowing down, what you should do about it. And so before I hopped on here to um, Instagram, we were just talking in the Facebook group about your numbers, knowing how much money you're bringing in every single month. Do you know what that magic number is? You should do, right? You should know your numbers, it's really important. And this training today really is um, going to be particularly helpful for those of you who have been making some money in your business already, okay? And you're at that point where the money that you're making each month is slowing down like the money that you're making and the growth of that revenue just seems to be slowing down and it seems that it's kind of crawling along at a snail's pace that right it is yeah and so you know we've all been there we've all been there when you're like pouring your heart and soul into into your work and what you're doing but then you're seeing minimal results like financial results or financial returns for the effort and the energy and investment that you're putting in and it's actually a common plateau right it's a a common experience that we have as business owners and it's actually part of the ups and downs of running a business i see it as an invitation to innovate okay especially as a online business owner right as an online yoga business owner who is operating in this ever-evolving and changing online space this landscape that we're in we really need to see it as an invitation to do something different right to innovate and so i believe that this stagnation that we might see that we might come across is really normal it's really normal and it's just you know how you reflect on it it's just how you perceive it right do you see it okay do you see it as a sign of this isn't working anymore you know i'm a failure or i'm not cut out for this do you do you automatically go there or do you see it as an opportunity where you're do you see it as an opportunity for growth right where your financial growth now actually demands new strategies right it's an opportunity for new strategies it's an opportunity for this innovation And so this moment of this or that, okay, which I just kind of outlined, is really a pivotal moment because the temptation to second guess yourself and to doubt your entrepreneurial journey can actually be the strongest thought and the strongest belief that comes through, okay, that you have in that moment. And that's challenging. And so, you know, to move 
through that moment, it really requires a strong mindset, doesn't it? You know, it requires you having a strong belief in yourself, having a strong belief in what you have to offer, like being sold on what you have to offer. And it requires holding the vision, doesn't it? Holding that vision for a future that you want to create for yourself. So I will never sugarcoat, you know, growing a business. I will never sugarcoat it. I will always share the ups and the downs, right? Because navigating, you know, growing your business and growing a community and growing your revenue, it is challenging. You know, I always say to the students, inside our programs like we're the weird ones right we're the ones who decided to break free from the nine to five and create our own pathway and that's challenging like if it wasn't challenging everyone would be doing it you know this entrepreneurial path that you're on it isn't the norm and so i think it's it's dangerous when we see these um so-called overnight success stories that paint a picture that success is easily achieved. You know, I, I feel that that's really misleading. If you're in a phase, we call it a phase, right? Because you can move through the phase to a new phase. But if, we, if you're in a phase in your business where you seem to have reached this plateau or you seem to be at that financial ceiling, let's say, and you can't seem to be passing through a certain amount of revenue each month, like you're stuck there, you know, you're stuck with a specific amount that you're bringing in each month. I hear this often, you know, it's really important to know that that's normal, like it's a typical stage in the evolution of your business. And it's really, you know, how you move past that, that actually matters the most, right? And that in itself is, is offering an opportunity, isn't it? It's offering an opportunity for growth and, and for learning. Yeah. Hello, hello. Oh, good, 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 good. So just seeing lots of you joining me inside the Facebook group. Hello to those of you who are just joining on Instagram. We're talking about sales and I've just been setting the scene really. So what do we do about this now? Like what do we do about sales slowing down? Because what we're not gonna do is sit in a pity party, right? We're not gonna sit in this pity party for one and tell, us fi tell ourselves fibs that we're not cut out to learn something new and to innovate and to grow. Yeah, that's not what we do. That's not what we do. So what we do instead well, firstly, firstly, we need to look at why this happens. Like, why, why have sales slowed down? Yeah, why they might slow down. So this is about diagnosing the problem, like trying to identify the, um, the factors that are continuing to slow down your revenue. Yeah. And so the first kind of step here is diagnosing the problem, but specifically diagnosing the problem by analyzing your funnel, okay? So when I'm doing this with my clients and, and with our students, there's, there's a formula that I use to assess why their business isn't achieving the financial goals that they've set out. 
And for the purpose of today, I'm going to simplify this, right? I'm just gonna touch on a few of the steps. So first of all, we look at the top of the funnel, okay? So the top of the funnel, which is where new potential students are joining your community, they're seeing what you have to offer. And then we also look at the where you're converting people in your community and you're converting those community members, right? And you're making the sale. Yeah, you're converting them into paying students and you're making the sale. And then we also look at the value of that sale. Okay, the value of the sale. So how much money did you actually make in that particular sale? And so to increase our revenue, we need to improve at least one of these components, at least one of these parts of the funnel, right? Or of, of this process that I'm just laying out. And when you have the data available to you, right? We were talking about this earlier. Like when you have the data available to you related to, you know, each of these components, then you can see where you have your limitations, right? You can see where you have the gaps. You can see where you have opportunities to actually improve and, and to grow. And that's, you know, important. We need to know that. So that means, first of all, we need to know the data. Like we can't do this. We can't diagnose the problem. We can't look at our funnel if we don't know the data, right? So, you know, if you don't know the data, then chances are you don't have a funnel. And so, you know, with that data, you can see, you know, what's working and what's not. You can see, oh, do I have enough potential students coming into my community who are aware of what I have to offer? Yeah. And then how well are you communicating and marketing what you have to offer to those people when they come in? There's also then, you know, if we look at the bottom of the funnel, there's the possibility of having some issues there when you're actually converting someone to a sale. And so we can look at messaging here. Is messaging resonating? Are you speaking to the right person? Yeah, are you speaking to the, the, the right ideal student for you in the right way? Yeah, or are you missing the mark? Are you, are you not really activating that desire for them to take the next step and in part with their money to, to you know spend money with you invest into what you have to offer there's also the offering itself okay when we're when we're talking about the conversion the actual sale like we need to look at also the, the offering you know like is that online course solving the problem that your community actually wants to solve right now you know this this can actually be a tough pill to swallow like when you've put your heart and soul into creating an online course and then it doesn't sell there are many factors involved some of those factors i'm talking about right now and one of the big factors is did you create something that people actually want and so, you know, it's an important question to ask ourselves, isn't it? Because, you know, if you skipped the validation phase of your online course creation, it's possible that you've created a course that people don't actually want, right? It's, it's, it's very possible that that's what's happened. And, you know, this is why we have an entire module on finding, validating and, and crafting an online course that your students actually want and need inside the Profitable Yoga Teacher. Like, this is why we, we have that entire module, because if you don't do that piece of work, then you risk creating something that people don't actually want. OK, and we don't want to do that. 
And what else have we got here? When it comes to the sale itself, your content, right? Looking at your content, looking at your sales messaging, the sales page, the email sales sequence, right? The emails that you send out, the follow-up that you do, like the sales strategies essentially that you're using to convert. You know, a lot of people spend spend the majority majority of their time on the marketing side, bringing new people in, and they forget about the sales strategies. And they're two different things, the marketing and the sales, okay? So your content plays a big part in all of this. It plays a big part in bringing people in, top of funnel. It plays a, a really big part in actually converting people and, and having, well, an effective content strategy will attract people in, yeah, and will engage and nurture your community from the top of the funnel to a sale, okay? So you do need that how-to educational content to draw in your audience, but if that is all you're sharing, then you're not gonna be nurturing the relationship, you're not gonna be building the trust that's required to make a sale. Does that make sense, guys? Does that make sense? Let me know if you can still hear me and see me in the Facebook group. I think my um, my my Wi-Fi is just not not working so well today. But we're clear on Instagram. So if you're struggling to hear and see me in Facebook, come come and join me over on Instagram. Um, yeah. Okay. So content, 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 content. So it plays a big part and. What's needed then with your content is really a shift, right, towards sharing that content that's, you know, not just informative, but also transformative, really. You know, content that's exciting people, it's connecting with people on a deeper level. So really think about, you know, the unique insights, experiences, your perspective. This is where storytelling really comes into play. You know, when you've got people in your community already, they want to know more about you and they want to know more about your story. It might be that how-to education content that brought them in, right? Maybe they saw a reel on Instagram, which was that kind of, you know, why you have this particular problem that's helped to build that awareness and bring them in but what happens after that like how do you use your content then to actually build those relationships build the trust that you need okay so we spend a lot of time analyzing every single stage every single single stage of um, the various funnels that we have set up in my business okay and obviously today I'm just simplifying this um, there's a lot of ha there's a lot that happens right there's a lot that happens um, to move someone from the top of the funnel to being ready to investing in you and so you know as the business owner okay as the CEO which you all are that like we must be tracking these stages and looking at like where we can improve and but yeah, the key, the key parts of the funnel that we've talked about today are top of funnel, bottom of funnel, and then for the sales that you do make, the total value of that sale, okay? So for example, is it a $19 monthly payment for your subscription, or is it 
a $500 course sale. You know, there's a big difference, isn't there? There's a big difference in value. And it's not just the value of that one sales interaction, right? It's not just the value of that one sale. It's actually the lifetime value that you want to be looking at. You know, the monetary value or the total amount of revenue that you collect from a student in the time that they've been your student. Yeah, over a number of years, it could be. Like, how much have they spent with you? That's what we're talking about here. So this is repeat business, isn't it? Like, that's where the true value lies. You know, if your students aren't returning to you, or they're not joining you for your next offering, and they're not staying in your community, that's gonna have an impact, isn't it? That's gonna have an impact. community that that remains engaged that that you know is loyal that continues to spend with you that continues to want to learn from you and so the issue could be there like that could be the issue and so we need to explore don't we we must diagnose where the issue is or where the issues are like there could be multiple issues that that are happening at once okay so we need to kind of put on our um detective hats hello to everyone just joining to put on our detective hat and really just explore and diagnose what's happening and so when we know where what's happening like when we've got the data and we can see what's happening then that becomes our focus area doesn't it that becomes the area where we can work on improving okay so that's the first strategy i'm sharing here if you have slow if your sales have slowed down and you're not really sure what's going on, the first thing to do is you need to really diagnose the problem, okay? We've talked about the funnel and I've shared a few different steps there in the funnel to take a look at. And then um, another strategy that you can look at, and it's actually related to the value of, or the lifetime value of your student. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of time why your revenue might not be increasing is because your offering, like what you're putting out there, your paid offers, is too narrow, right? Is too narrow. So if you just have a low ticket membership and that's all you're offering right now, your revenue is going to be limited. Okay, so let's just go back to the membership um, example, say the $19 or subscription or whatever it might be. Like that type of offering, which, which we all aspire to having this monthly revenue, reoccurring revenue, right? It's a great business model. It really is but it needs the numbers, right? It needs a good flow of students coming in each month, and then you need to retain those people, okay? So what I'll say on this is it, it takes just as much promotional effort and time and energy to market a membership than it does to launch and promote an online course, okay? So I see this, I see this in with you guys that you're like, oh, the membership feels like an easier thing to create, or the membership feels like my community will go for that more because it's lower ticket. You know, I challenge those beliefs. I really do challenge those beliefs. I'm not saying don't have a membership. Like, it's a great option to have when you have other higher priced offerings available. The other issue I see is when teachers have 
two things. They're offering a couple of things or maybe two or three things, but they're targeting the same problem. Okay, so maybe you have a one-to-one offering and you have an online course, but it's they're both focusing on solving the same issue. Okay, your ideal student, like your niche space that you are now focusing on, there's going to be lots of different problems in there to solve. You know, so it's up to you as the business owner to do the research, like to speak to your students, like to really understand when they are going on a journey, which people do, you would hope that when someone comes into your community and especially if they start working with you, they're going to grow, right? They're going on a journey of growth. And so we don't want to just fix one problem and then off they go somewhere else. Like there'll be other things that come up in their journey that you can support them with. So this is a, is a much better and sustainable approach, right? Is to create offerings based on your student's journey. Yeah, as they go on their journey, they have different needs. Okay, so this really involves examining like the spectrum, the broader spectrum of your students' challenges and, and their needs. Like what do they face? What are they facing before they start working with you, right? Before they come to you? And what are they facing at the start of their journey? And what are they facing, you know, what do they need after that? You know, what do they need next, basically? Always be asking, what do my students need now? <laughs> now they've done this, what do they need now? Okay, so like this is your ascension model, right? This is like what we have here at Digital Yoga Academy. We have Yogi Pranar Launchpad. Actually, before that, we have courses that are available on our, on our website around niching. Um, that's the key one that we've got around building, sorry, around finding your niche, deciding on your niche. And so that's an online course that you can take today. And usually if you're starting at the beginning, that's where you're starting, right? You're looking at your messaging, what you want, who you want to serve. Then we've got Yogipreneur Launchpad, which is for the beginner um, Yogipreneur, right? It's kind of marketing 101, like getting your foundations in place. Next, if you've started already to grow your community and you're ready to, to launch this online course that we've been talking about, you would come into the, the Profitable Yoga Teacher. Beyond that, you've got your online course, you want to increase your revenue even more, you want to create a product suite, which is what I'm just talking about, this ascension model of different products that suit, that um, serve your students You know, at each stage of their journey, you want to set up evergreen funnels in your business and all of that good stuff is the visionary mastermind. Okay, so we've created a product suite that moves with our students, the yoga teachers that we're serving as they grow. Okay, does that make sense, guys? So, you know, when you have additional offerings, like these can become a pathway for your students. Yeah, we and you know, we teach, well, I teach about this, this ascension, ascension model <laughs> inside the visionary mastermind. And it allows you to build much deeper relationships like with your students, like over a number of years. Like I have students right now, teachers inside the Visionary Mastermind. They've been in this community, you know, with me for the last five years, maybe longer. You know, they've been in all of the programs, right? They've been in all of them. And also like my uh, the team of mentors that we have here as well. Like these are mentors that support our students inside Yogi Launchpad and the Profitable Yoga Teacher Program. 
and these mentors are also yoga business owners they're yoga teachers who have been in this community for years and they have been through all of my programs okay and so this is the type of deep relationship that you want to be creating with your students this is the type of deep relationship that allows you to increase the value of that relationship i.e the monetary value okay the sales revenue okay went on a little tangent there but not really <laughs> um so if you're at the stage in your business where you do have an online course okay maybe you have a few and you want to be you want to be more strategic about how you create this product suite that provides that pathway that i've been talking about like this approach will literally transfers is it allows you to move away from this constant hunt for new students yeah to instead a model where you're continually where you're focusing on providing value to an engaged and loyal student base you know that is where the true potential for growth is really you know it's not just attracting but it's actually growing with your students you know through that journey retaining them okay so if you take anything from this strategy that I'm sharing number two it's really I recommend investing your time and energy into creating an online asset okay an online course that you can sell again and again yeah create that before you dive into creating a membership which is low cost you know and it's just the same investment of time and energy and promotional activity it's just the same guys you know so you know it's your content and it's your messaging that's going to attract nurture and build enough trust to bring students into your online course it's the same process for a membership okay so you know get it right and you've got a $500 sale versus a $19 sale where you're really depending on on the numbers coming through to actually you know have a good launch for your membership right you need you need a good flow of people coming through like we're not talking three whereas if we get three on our online course that's $1,500 right so there's the difference isn't it you know versus you know $54 <laughs> okay strategy number three is really about getting this immediate boost to your sales okay what can you do to quickly bring some cash flow in yeah and if you ha already have some online offerings shout out if you already have an online course maybe you have a few online courses maybe you have an online workshop series that you did maybe you ran an, a virtual retreat like what online courses and, and offerings maybe you have a membership what do you have already share with me in the chat Share with me what you already have. Look at these. You know, if you already have online offerings, you can create a launch. Especially if you've already launched something, you've got assets that you can use again, right? You can initiate a launch and generate an immediate boost in revenue. This doesn't mean you have to create something from scratch. Look at what you've got. Maybe you bundle a few things together, like bundle some things up. You know, that's almost like creating something new, but reintroduce it to your audience. You know, what do you have in the archives that hasn't seen the light of day since you first launched it? It's really about leveraging that, isn't it? Leveraging what you've got, recognizing the potential within your existing, within your existing resources, and then engaging your community with that, you know? Um, okay, so, 
three strategies there for those of you who are seeing your sales slow down. Firstly, recognizing that it's, this is it's a normal part, you know, to reach a plateau. It's a normal part of being a business owner and it's an invitation to learn, to grow and to innovate. And then we've talked about three strategies. Okay, diagnose the problem. Look at your funnel. Yeah, if you don't have a funnel, you need a funnel. That's the first thing, right? You know, diagnose the problem. Use the data. Make sure you are tracking your data. And strategy number two what was strategy number two? It's gone from my head. Strategy number two is the product suite, right? Create a product suite that's going to take your students on a journey. Make sure you have an online course, right? Be strategic about this. And strategy number three is to reintroduce any online offerings that you already have, like for a quick win cash invest, cash boost revenue boost, injection, that's the word I'm looking for. That's what you want to do, okay? See if you can bundle something up, maybe rename it, reposition it. Like if you've got offerings, if you've got content, then you can put something out there. So to finish up, you know, just keep your eye on the prize. You know, hold the vision. Work daily on your mindset. It's super important, you know, that you continue to believe in yourself. Like when you hit a challenge, which you inevitably will, right? You will, guys, you know, even I'm hitting challenges right now. You know, I'm working through challenges right now and it's requ requiring my mindset to be strong, you know, and I'm really working on it right now. I'm going through something, which I will share because everything that I'm going through in my business, I, I, I share, right? I share when I've learned the lessons and I've got out the other side and I know I'm going to get out get out the other side. I know I'm going to get to the other side, even though it feels challenging right now. You know, this is where we lean into our coaches and mentors for support, right? It's super important. Like I'm getting up at 5am in the morning for mastermind calls. You know, it's like do the work, learn, recognize when you are, you know, at a point where there's your, there's a bottleneck and you need to do something different because this You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.